Well, good morning. I'm Bishop Robert. Come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of Scripture. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Being a peacemaker has always required a great deal of strength. Today's headlines are filled with stories of wartime aggression, violent destruction, and personal pain. And the sad part is that since I've not mentioned a particular geographic location, that statement will never grow stale. Because as long as we live on Earth, we'll face this kind of behavior. Today in one place, tomorrow in another. Standing against that kind of behavior is a costly endeavor. It always requires self-sacrifice. The high cost is demanded because of the nature of those on the offensive. They're always self-serving, driven by evil. (laughs) They're both vile and violent. They engage the armies at their disposal to steal territory capture or destroy resources and enslave the population. The price of their aggression is often measured in broken bodies and shed blood. Into this landscape, God calls his peacemakers. In fact, (laughs) into this landscape, God sent his son, the ultimate peacemaker. Today's verse tells us that blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Knowing that he would send his own son into the world to establish peace, God spoke prophetically through Isaiah and identified several key characteristics about his Messiah. We were told that unto us a child would be born, and unto us a son would be given. He would be so strong that the government would rest upon his shoulder. Because being a peacemaker always requires a great deal of strength. His name would be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The peacemaker God was sending would carry the very government of the world in the same way a shepherd carries a wayward lamb. And in the end, he would establish his peace for he is the Prince of Peace. His arrival was announced by angels proclaiming the dawning of the era of peace, who cried out, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Nothing around him looked peaceful. A violent nation held control with a rod of iron. But the dawn of his presence initiated a change that would not, could not be stopped. The one who would establish his government, sit upon the throne and proclaim, Behold, I am making all things new, had arrived. His greatest enemy attacked him then, leading the regional monarch to assassinate every male child under the age of two. Wasn't the first time the innocent children had become a casualty of war. It would not be the last. Mothers' voices were raised in anguish and refused to be comforted. 
and yet the Father knew their pain. He was bringing his comforter into the world. He would not only know their pain, he would share their pain as his son's life was extinguished at the hands of this same government. It's his words that make up our verse today. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. He declares that peacemakers are blessed. That blessing begins with him, for he is the greatest peacemaker. He offers to strip the enemy of his greatest weapon, the ability to accuse us of our sin. That'll require his life to be placed within us and his authority to be given to us. So he took bread and wine and created a sacramental mystery of union, a celebration of peace. First, he took bread and said, This is my body given for you. In the same way, after supper, he, he also took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. If we say we've got no sin, we're just kidding ourselves. He knows we all have sin in our lives. <laughs> so do we. He knows it brings pain, destruction, and death. And so do we. We may fool others, but there's no fooling ourselves, and there's certainly no fooling him. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The process of making peace begins here. His actions are faithful because they can be relied upon. His actions are just because the price required has already been paid. He makes peace with us by creating peace in us. And the process advances. The government of his kingdom advances. And therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And since we have this peace within us, he calls us to share this peace with those who need to know about it. He places his life within us. He adopts us into his family as his sons and daughters. We who have received his peace are sent to give his peace. We're given the ministry of reconciliation as though God were making his appeal through us, we become peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. We are children of God, adopted though we may be. We're voices of peace in a world that's filled with anything but. We're called to proclaim his offer, his kingdom, his grace, to announce right in the midst of an incredible darkness, the kingdom of light. Peace in the midst of horrific battles, both externally and within. Victory, even when it appears that defeat is at hand.
Christ's greatest victory looked like his greatest failure. The enemy thought he had won, but his utter defeat had been sealed by his own actions. The full truth about victory is only seen after the war has ended. His promise of peace is true nonetheless. The victory of the resurrection was contained within the cross. And this promise belongs to you and your children and and all who are far off, even if war rages in their land. It belongs to all whom the Lord our God will call to himself. But now in Christ Jesus, we, we who were once far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. His body, his blood, our peace. Now. For he himself is our peace. He came. He preached peace to those who were far away and and peace to those who were near. And near or far, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit through him. No Jesus, no peace. But once you truly know Jesus, then you will truly know peace. For he who is our peace will be within you. And his peace will give you peace and call you to be a peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they'll be called children of God. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Mornings with Bishop Robert. I hope you're enjoying spending a few minutes together as we share conversations that illustrate insights and truth from God's Word. Would you consider sharing these conversations with your family and friends? They'll be glad you did. On our website, ceec.church, today's devotional is available to be read in 17 languages. Just click Choose your language down at the bottom and have at it. And if you've got a prayer need, just send me an email. You can reach me at robert at bishoprobert.com. Now, until we get together again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you. Amen. Amen.